Chapter 35 Acts I morphed out slowly. I had no intention of going all the way. My plan depended on my remaining a flea. As I began to morph, I could feel the air swirling wildly around me. It was working. My morphing had drawn the Valique. It sensed the morphing energy, and it was now doing what Visser Three had programmed it to do. It was capturing the morph. Of course, in capturing me, it also captured the Visser. I heard Visser Three yell for water. Why? What was the purpose of that? Then I heard Marco say, Axe! Um, I have the hatch open, and whatever you're planning on us doing next, now would be a very good time. Right now! A reversed morph. Back to total flea morph. The hairs on Visser Three's back, which had shrunk to the size of tall trees, now rose up again around me, taller than the tallest building. I felt my flea armor plate clank back into place. I was once again not much bigger than a comma on this page. It was time to move. I released the massive spring power in my hind legs and fired myself away from the Visser's body. I hit a wall of wind. I was caught in a swirling mass of dust. The particles were roughly my own size. They shot past me at incredible speed. Slam! A particle hit me. It stuck to me. It was impaled on my own flea combs, the spikes that protected the joints in my armor. It was stuck to me. And only then, locked together with it, was I able to see it through my weak flea eyes. It was alive. It was a creature of my own size, but with a hundred minuscule wings that beat the air. It had antennae, but different than any seen on earth. These antennae were covered in tiny upturned bowls, like the dishes of primitive human radio telescopes. Those were the structures it used to sense energy sources. There were no eyes and no mouth, but two long filaments, like strands of wire, swept back from the front of the creature. These must be how it fed, by channeling the energy down the wires. The Valique was not one creature, it was billions. It was a swarm of billions of these tiny creatures. They had evolved into a swarm that could come together and become a destructive entity of gnashing teeth and slicing blades. But in reality, they were separate insect-like creatures that fed on energy. I motored my tiny front legs and shoved the Valique away. Its wings beat, and in a flash it was gone. Suddenly, a huge silvery globule the size of a human house came shooting past. It hit several of the dust creatures and knocked them away. Then more, more. A spinning globule hit me. It wrapped itself around me. I was trapped, trapped, falling, falling. A strange substance pressed all around me, enclosing me, smothering me. Water! The Yerks had turned on a water hose. That's what Visser Three had been calling for. Water! The drop of water that enclosed me splatted against the floor. I could not get away. It clung to me. It was like glue to my flea body. Then I was out. I was on dry ground. But water droplets loaded with powerful dust monsters were showering all around me like a meteor storm. Marco! Stamp your feet! I need to find you! I'm a little busy! Marco cried. I got Hork Bajir here looking for trouble, and someone turned on the sprinklers. Stamp your feet! I felt a new vibration rumble through the floor. I knew where it was coming from. I leaped. I tumbled through the air. I landed in a forest of gigantic hairs, each as thick as the biggest tree. Where are you? Marco yelled. On you, I said. We have to get out of here. How? Jump through the open hatch. I'm a gorilla, not a... Wait, I have an idea. I felt a shuddering vibration like an earthquake that rolled through Marco's gorilla body. Then movement. Then 
wind whipping past us at incredible speed. Where are we now? I asked. The good news is, we're out of the ship. I used a couple of horkbajirs as a ladder and climbed over them. That's the good news. You seem to be implying that there might be some bad news, too, I said. Oh, yeah, Marco said. The bad news is we're up about two miles in the air, and we are plummeting to Earth. <laughs>